0: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Location Bravo. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I do not do the program by myself. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great, great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl.
3: Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, typical Florida. Uh, although I am glad to see this type of weather here. You're wearing a jacket and bundle up in the morning. By the afternoon, you're wearing, you're back in shorts and a t-shirt.
1: I remember the first uh, the first time I uh really came to Florida and and we, well moved down here. Yeah, you know, we'd vacationed here a couple of times with the with the relatives. But uh, but when moved down here, it was amazing how many jackets you would leave at work. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> just, yeah! You're like, where's your jacket? It's at work. Why? Because uh, it was warm at ten. You exactly. Know, at, at ten, it got warm. You know. So, but you would. You'd shorts and jackets, and leave the jackets at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, it. Was that kind of day in Florida? Now listen, it's uh, hold on. It's I don't want you people to think we're uh, we're, we're getting a frostbite down here. I'll, I'll give you the current temps. Let's see. Uh, uh we're currently sitting at uh, sixty three. So. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. It was. So it probably hit. Which would, have, which would have triggered the jacket weather this morning, 58, 59. Although you started a little further north today, didn't
3: you? Well, I, I went a little further north. Uh, actually, I went up in the panhandle, and okay. I saw 43. Woo!
1: Bridges, ice before roadways. you got to watch out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, it wasn't quite that bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, by the, by the time I got there where I needed to go, it was, it was nice and sunny. And got out. It was, it, if, if there was no wind, it would have been very, very comfortable. But with a little bit of wind, yeah. I had long sleeves on my arms, and still, I'm a Florida boy. I was wearing shorts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, there, well, that's how it works. I mean, you, why invest in pants exactly. when you're only going to you exactly. only need them for an hour or two? Yeah. You know?
3: Well, not even that long. I mean, I'm, I'm you know eight hour a day. Yeah. Uh, seven and three quarters of it is in the cab of a truck. And right. Yes, I had the heat turned on, <laughs> or you know, had it had it much warmer. Than the normal, so. sure you
1: did, and 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 you probably got better gas mileage out of it also because you yeah were, the AC uh, wasn't on the AC wasn't on you're you're burning off some of that uh, heat off the engine <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: giving it, give it a little it's like a little extra t- turbo you know yeah, yeah it's a little exactly. turbocharger going on there so yeah we are really really soft down here folks oh <laughs> yeah uh, I uh, I think about all the times where I had to uh, dig a hole in the ground of the frozen ground below the snow level. Uh, just to stay alive at night, you know, do, uh, <laughs> doing. I wasn't homeless or anything. I was a soldier. I make sure we're clear on that. Digging a foxhole. Oh, listen, you know, you'd be like, "Uh, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it." In fact, I did this with Major Major Bill and I do it together once. Too bad he's not here. Um, we uh, it was one of those nights where uh, um, this is pre everybody had an iPhone that could tell you the weather, right? Okay. Um, and we were we were bedded down, uh, you know, in our. Makeshift, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, I'm trying a fighting position for the night. Okay, okay? Um, and uh, this is stateside, this is training. This is not overseas or anything. Okay, um, and um, and all of a sudden the flurries started with Ooh. the snow, and you were like, "Oh crap!" So you immediately get up and like a madman start digging a hole <laughs> <laughs> uh, be, because once the, once the snow hits the ground, mm-hmm. you it's frozen. You can't you can't dig through that frozen snuff. Uh, like you would normally. Right. So, like like mad Men, we, we dug, and we got about two, three feet, just enough to where we could put us in the hole, our, our gear in the hole, and, you know, like around the outside, so we'd have like a little insulation. Imagine
3: a... Wind barrier. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, no, this imagine it's, uh, it's about two feet deep All right. and about four feet wide and about six feet long. And, and basically what what it is, it's a foxhole. You're doing one rifle times two rifles. That's okay. that's that's your measurements. Um, you would normally dig deeper, but we didn't. You know, we just because we were trying to beat the snow, right? Right. And we got. Um, uh, so you take your rucksack and everything and your gear, and you lay that uh, on the far walls, and then you lay between it. So it's kind of like a little another little insulation layer. Um, and then you take a poncho liner, which is that rubbery, plasticky, you know, uh, poncho cover. Right. Um, and you put that on top. Um, and so that's the snow barrier, right? Um, so it doesn't hit you. You leave a little corner open, so you can, you know, so so people could find you basically, right? <laughs> you, know, because, you know, so they know where you are. Put a stick out of it and everything, <laughs> that like that. So in the morning, <laughs> nobody comes over and runs you over. Yeah, kind sn- of stuff. snow flag. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, we got it. We got in there. Um, woke up, uh, you know, the next next morning. You, you wake up every you know hour or two. You're still freezing your butt off, but you're insulated in there a little bit better. But when we woke up the next next morning, right before the sun came up, uh, to, you know, pack our gear up and everything, went to go fold the poncho, and it broke. <laughs> because we'd been breathing under the other side of it. It had a very, you know, thin see of ice on it. Right, um, right. And then went to fold it and shake it out, and it just, it like came apart and cracked. And we were like, I guess we'll leave that here. Yeah, don't <laughs> that's, don't yeah. need one less piece of gear to pack. <laughs> Not taking it with me. Um, but it was uh it was, it was a. Uh, uh, a, a quick cold night. That's that's, oh for, that's yes. for damn sure. So
3: I I had one similar to that. I was out uh, hammock camping instead of you know okay. put, putting up yeah. a tent. Yeah. Stretch up a hammock, and I had a I just had a piece of nylon as you know picture it as the mm-hmm. the the tent roof, mm-hmm. and I thought I could piece together enough cool weather gear. Right. And I, it's, it's Florida. Okay, it'll get cold, but it's yeah. not going to get real cold. Yeah yeah i didn't have enough gear yeah and <laughs> i found out the next morning after i stayed up all night freezing yeah. i did sleep a little bit but that was just from exhaustion yeah it was 28 degrees
1: i i tried one time because um, i'd seen uh, um, our instructors make like a like you know put, put the hammock up mm-hmm. and then take your your poncho and put it over the hammock yep like a uh, like like a like a tt like a tent like a regular pup tent yep. right yep exactly, but it doesn't quite touch the floor exactly. And then underneath you, you yeah. actually light a little fire. oh, I hadn't heard of that um, okay and and just that just that you know so the um they would come up and the heat would get caught in the on, tent on, part of the canopy right, yep, right, yeah yeah, so it makes it would, sense would keep you warm any and you had the little hole at the top so any smoke that would come up would 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 would, would wisp out. but the, this wasn't like an active fire. This was this was like okay, you did the fire, you know, and then you left the the hot coals and the right. hot smoldering. So, yeah, yeah. So there wasn't any smoke coming off, and wasn't that But but every time I would get comfortable, I I I, would, I was like, wait, well, I think that fire's starting back up. I think I'm gonna go, <laughs> I think I'm gonna catch on fire here. Uh, and I, I could never get the formula right where I was comfortable enough to go to sleep in there and not think that I was gonna wake up with my butt on fire. Yeah, go. yeah, because so, I
3: had it. All my equipment's all nylon, so I yeah. have to make sure. you know, oh, yeah, keep yeah. you know, well way away from. Yeah. Away from a flame yeah. on that. Yeah,
1: and now this—you were you were still. Listen, uh, my butt was three feet off the ground, four yeah. feet off the ground. You had to you had to make One sure minute. you were higher than that. In fact, the the fire you made a little pit below it also. Yeah. So it wasn't just sitting on top of the ground. So.
3: But I can I can see doing that.
1: It was just it, finding that right volume. I was just so too paranoid. I was like, oh, I don't believe. <laughs> it. I, don't, I don't believe this. Now, somebody had stayed there, like on a fire guard and uh-huh. watched it, I don't, I don't like. Hey, stoke the flames for me. My butt's getting a little cold. You know? <laughs> so. Uh, good stuff. Well, actually, we were prepared to talk to you about Kyle Rittenhouse to start the uh, the show, but uh, we've talking about the the temperature. So stick, stick around, folks. We uh, we get back and give you a little some updates uh, on the Rittenhouse trial. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you from Location Bravo. We'll see you
4: after the break.
8: That's That's
0: 425-454-7012 You're listening to Arms Room Radio Live from the Mag Swag Studios If you want to talk to the guys Go to armsroomradio.com And find out how And now, live from the Mag Swag.com Studios Coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from location Bravo. Um, Earl, we didn't get to, to you know, ask how was besides the cold, how was everything in the week, Earl? Did you have a good trip today? Everything all right? Oh, yeah,
3: very good, very good. Again, an, another boring day, which is a good thing. That's a good thing, yeah. Yeah,
1: Less, less the more boring on the highway means uh, the more safe for everybody else, right?
3: Oh, yes. Although, yesterday was a different story. Oh, what was one, it, one, it? was a very of, rainy, windy day in yes, Florida. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 I and I could tell a lot of people had forgotten how to drive in the rain.
1: I just, it's at, listen, it's like, folks, when it's like when you see snow hit like Atlanta or Charlotte or something like that, and they, it's like bumper cars. They've completely forgotten how to how to drive. It's that's that's every day when it rains in Florida. Yeah, and I don't care if it's rained every day at three o'clock for exactly the same amount of time every day. It's like they forgot all over again. Oh, yeah. So, yeah,
3: yeah. I, I ran into three, maybe four. Uh, uh, big, Biggest thing I noticed was the you know, traffic slowdown, and a couple of them were some pretty bad accidents. You know, cars flipped over, multiple right. multiple cars involved.
1: That's extra points, I think, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
3: I'd, I'd, I'd give you that.
1: Uh, well, hopefully everybody was okay. So, we'll see. If not, uh, you know, karma. I don't think know. there
3: were any severe in- injuries, yeah. uh, any of... Any of the accidents I witnessed, uh, there may have been uh, fire units, but I didn't see any ambulances. No ambulances. Or, or in you? trucker speak, no meat wagons.
1: No meat wagons. Kyle Rittenhouse trial started this week. Uh, it start this week, man, it started to end it last week. But anyway, uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. This, um, folks, if you if you want to watch some entertainment, you should be watching the Kyle Rittenhouse Uh the only reason this, uh, he's 18 now, I guess I was going to say kid, this this, uh, this young adult is on trial. He's 18, I'd still call him a kid. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, is because of the publicity that surrounded uh, the death of Jacob, uh, or the shooting of Jacob Blake, the black guy in, uh, uh, up there in Wisconsin that uh, the police shot as he dove drove back into the car as he was right. trying to do the kidnapping and all of that. Um, he had the guy with the active warrant. Uh, he said he had an knife for you know, all this stuff. Right. So that's, that, that reason right there, that's, uh, that's the reason that the, the, these, one of the main reasons that uh, the, the riots started in Kenosha, Wisconsin there. And this was all bleed over from George Floyd and everything else that had been going on around the country. Um, well, they've charged uh, Kyle Rittenhouse with two counts of uh, murder, and I'm not sure if it's first degree or second degree, and then one count of attempted. Right. Um, and, uh, they, uh, <laughs> the, the prosecutors are reaching, reaching. Every day um, you see the prosecutors fighting with the judge and the defense. They're like, well, we don't want to release that. Well, we don't want to release that. And, of course, the defense is like, well, it's, they need to release it. They need to release it. Yesterday, the, the piece of evidence, which, by the way, Rittenhouse's team didn't know about until the last week or two, was that the FBI had a drone overhead or a fixed wing aircraft.
3: Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs>
1: Doing all of the surveillance that you would see from the war zone, you know, right. with the with the, the flur and all of that. So the prosecution gets up and in in their opening statements and says Mr. Rittenhouse or or the the uh, the defendant here uh went after the first guy that he shot, uh, was a, was a chase down and Uh, and all of that. So the prosecution has this this incredible view of what uh, Kyle Rittenhouse allegedly did on day one uh, or during the first incident, uh, you know, during that night. Um, And then the the defense gets up and they go, well, that's interesting, but Why don't we take a look at the previously unknown FBI surveillance and see exactly what happened? Let's go back to the cameras. (laughs) And it was the opposite, right? It was the opposite of what they said. Rittenhouse
3: chased no one. Rittenhouse was trying to get away, (laughs) you know. uh. Well, even before, you know, uh, an FBI aerial footage, everything I saw, news footage, you see, you know, it was the... They showed seconds before anything yep. happened. You see Kyle Rittenhouse, rifle in hand, low ready position, yep. hauling butt yep. as fast as his little legs will carry him.
1: Yep. And I guess the first one we hadn't seen. And I didn't know this either. He had uh, uh, when the Molotov cocktail started flying. He was running with the rifle in the low ready and a fire extinguisher, going and trying to put out the fires. Yeah. You look. Know, I mean, just clearly showing his point was I'm here to protect and defend, or you know, to save lives. You know. The-
3: But the prosecution didn't want to release that.
1: No, did not want to release that. Did not want to release (laughs) that. I
3: I have not personally uh, seen any of the the trial footage or anything like that. But I did uh, come across uh, social media that was talking about it. And somebody was saying, yeah, the prosecution is making the defense's case. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Um, The one witness yesterday, and it's uh, um, Richie McGinnis. He's the chief video director for The Daily Caller. Okay, for the for the you know the news organization, Daily Caller, and he was there, you know, watching the events, you know, you know being a, a journalist, right? Mm-hmm. And he had seen Rittenhouse and spoken to him earlier, and said, he said, you know, we're here to defend this place and you know pr- you know pr- protect property and all this good stuff. Um, okay, well then when the nonsense started going, McGinnis recognized Rittenhouse, so took out his camera uh, and started to to record, and you see, the the first guy. That uh, that that was killed. Um, the first looter, okay. The first rioter. Yeah, rioter. Uh, Remember that the, the yeah. judge
3: already ruled they can't be called victims. Correct, but they can be called rioters.
1: So that guy, they got him on video, like standing in front of all of the the the, the defenders, right? Uh-huh. And he's yelling. um F you! I dare you to shoot me! And and, and he's engaging, and um, I don't I don't remember if it was him that threw the Molotov cocktail or someone someone else. So I don't want to say that, but I know that was during that time period. So as they're backing up, the defenders, Rittenhouse in that group, uh-huh. this guy goes running straight for Rittenhouse, like at him, runs straight at him, grabs the rifle, and Rittenhouse. Like takes the step back, half step to the side, and as the guy's trying to grab the rifle, listen. If somebody tries to grab the end of your rifle and they've got a grip on it, the way to get them off your rifle is to pull the trigger. Pull the trigger a couple times. Um, They'll let go. And 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 that's what he did. Pulled four rounds. The guy continued to fall beyond him in the uh, in the uh, face down dead position. Yeah, okay. Mo- momentum carried
4: him
3: correct to, correct to his final resting plot.
1: So the prosecutor says after the witness describes this, the prosecutor says. Um, he goes, hey, listen, it was probably impossible uh, for you to know what the bad guy was trying to do as he lunged. And the witness said, well, he said F U you and reached for the weapon. So, you know, there's that.
4: Yeah,
3: that's, that's <laughs> <It's> true. <just laughs> and I like how I'm sure one of their uh, arguments was that, you know, the guy with the handgun in his hand that yeah. was actively pursuing yeah. Kyle, uh, well, you didn't know what his intention was and the, and the gun wasn't loaded. Then they put somebody on the stand. You, you picked up the the, the pistol yep. after he dropped it, you know, after being shot? Yeah. What'd you do? I cleared the magazine <laughs> and cleared the chamber. Yep. There was a round in the chamber? Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's been a couple of memes that have come out so far this past week. Um, and it's got Rittenhouse. It must have been during a break or something like that when the jury's out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got him leaning back in his chair, yawning, Right and it says when you're Kyle Rittenhouse and the prosecution's making your case for you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one yeah. But yeah sounds good. Oh. Sounds good. Yeah,
1: but um everything right now unless something changes over the next couple of days um is that uh there's going remember remember you you're not you're not required to take the stand uh, in your own defense. Right. Okay. Um and that's always the toss-up for the defense to do that in self-defense right. cases. That's usually what you do because the only way to portray your, you know, your fear and, and then your need for self-defense is through your own testimony uh, to clarify all of that. Uh, right now, the defense is like, <laughs> yeah, we not, we don't need to do that. <laughs> we, not, we, we may not listen. They may get to the point, and you see this on TV all the time, um, where the prosecution ends their case and. If it's a slightly weak case, the first thing the defense will say is um, move for a directed verdict based on the prosecution failed to prevent the required evidence to meet the, 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 the statute. Right. They may win that right now. <laughs> that may happen halfway through this trial. Uh, because there is all, all of this, Kyle did this, Kyle Rittenhouse did this, is just being absolutely refuted on every corner, including the FBI surveillance videos. So,
3: yeah. Yeah, see this guy out in front being chased <laughs> by multiple people? Yeah, yeah that's the defendant. <laughs> yeah, so. he's he's not chasing anyone. Nope. They're chasing him. And and I when the, when this happened, One I bo- minute. I boiled it down to very very simply yep. of, uh, of you know the reasoning he he was there, his age and you know, that that's a separate argument. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, you know specifically at you know three guys chased down an individual carrying a firearm, a, yeah. a, a rifle. Yes, one of them had a handgun. One of them had a skateboard. I don't remember what the third one had. Uh, simply put, play stupid games, win stupid prizes.
1: That's it. It's just it's, it's like we say, don't bring a skateboard, to a gunfight.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. He tried to bean the guy while he was down on a knee. His clearly intent was to bean him, to, to knock his head off his shoulder, So Yeah. All right. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio.
4: Hey,
1: welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from a location Bravo. You got me wrong. My my air froze went dead for a second. Yeah, all right, all right? I
3: hear you just right,
1: fine. Right, okay, just wasn't sure. I was like, ah, it's happening again. They're back. The uh, you talk about the FBI uh, surveillance plane, and they show up. That's what happens. Uh. They, they throw down. They throw down that they're uh, they're blocking stuff on there. They're jamming technology.
3: Though sadly, though, any you know anything that say you know FBI is involved. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs>
3: they they've had you know e- physical hard evidence in in their possession and don't do anything with it
1: nope nothing at all nothing at all uh, well they, they had it you know but but if they had to give it to the prosecution uh, see the fbi is for prosecuting people right as opposed to it should be for the truth yeah and justice right no 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 we want to we want to put people in jail uh, well uh, it dep-
3: depends on who they're looking for truth and uh, justice i mean you know had, exactly right. had somebody's laptop uh, but didn't want to <laughs> do anything with it
1: well, that, uh, Hillary cl- wiped it. So oh, she wiped yeah. it clean for him. So, uh, Chicago. Hey, we talked sh- last week, um, about Chicago. They had a, a tax. Uh, and if you recall, uh, this had been since, I believe, uh, 2012, there had been a handgun or the, the firearm tax, $25. <laughs> and a, um, bless you. Uh, thank you. A, uh, uh, an ammunition tax since 2015, where, where it was up to a nickel around. Um, okay. Listen, like if you get 22 ammo, that's what 22 ammo costs now. I mean, yeah, nickel around. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. You're doubling up on that, right? Um, well, it waited all the way to the state supreme court there in uh, Illinois, and it was overturned. Um, and they said, uh, okay, it, it, it's 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 unconstitutional. It's a tax uh, on exercising a right. So. Uh, it was shut. It was shut down. Now, one of the justices said, and if you recall, this was, I think, a six-to-zero ruling. This wasn't like this was a this was a close ruling either. Um, one of the justices said, um, if you had said the tax was being used for something like a, uh, a a a safety fund or an education fund or something like that, then you know that that could almost justify what you were trying to do. Right. Um, but it, was, it wasn't said in a way like, if you do it like this, it will be okay. They said they said it in such a way where like, you guys weren't even trying. It was clearly <laughs> meant as, as punitive. Um, and by the way, listen, if you charge $25, if you put a tax for $25 on a gun uh, and $0.05 cents for a tax on each round of ammo, uh, you know who's going to end up paying that? The The buyer. The, right. You know, listen. All the all the business owners going to do is go mark those all up five cents around. Yep, mark those exactly. all up twenty five dollars around. Yep. In fact, it might be and add ten percent on it because now we have to go count it up and do it separately. So that's extra work for us. I don't have to just take in twenty five dollars more for a gun. Now I've got a document. I took twenty five dollars more in for a gun. Yep. Move it to a separate fund. Pay a separate tax. Uh, you know, account number with it. So it's twenty five plus ten percent because. Eh, it's shipping and handling, no, right? Mostly yeah. handling. Mostly handling.
3: But, um, you know, yeah. Legitimately, it's more work and effort on the uh, on the retailer side, which you know, ultimately, and now it's kind of come to light that was their intent.
1: That was their intent. So, uh, even with the advice of uh, from the state supreme court, where they said, "Listen, you didn't even try and do this," so the state supreme court down or the the Cook County uh, where this where this tax is said, "Oh, well, let's put that in there then." So they took the existing ordinance that was just found to be unconstitutional. took the one comment that the one justice said you didn't even try to do this, so they put that into it uh and now the now that now that it goes to a uh, uh, hold on it's it's a Dinner. while scroll it's it's a, it's a it's, i figured you were scrolling. there i figured you were there uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured you'd have my back um it, it, it's, it's, it's called a... Uh, uh, Put your reading glasses on. You it's not, it's not a punitive tax. It's, a, um, it's now going towards the education fee. And because it's going towards the education fee, there uh, it is, a special purpose equity fund to fund gun violence prevention programs. So revenue from that tax will go to that special fund. Um, now, there is a Republican on the, the Cook County Council there. Uh-huh. Um, and he said uh, no this is still illegal they told us if we had done that it would still be illegal they chastised us because we didn't even try and didn't even try and make it look like we were doing that so they said uh, well we're gonna do it we're gonna do it so re- they just reinstated the tax that the Supreme Court just said was illegal so a week later
3: is this possibly a f- and com- Correct me if I'm I'm wrong on this, or, or am I in the right mindset? That is this now a preemption law because the state supreme court said no, but then the county commissioners say, well, we're going to do it anyways.
1: Yeah, well, they said they said you can't do it. Uh, it's I'm trying to come up with a nice easy one. Uh, you can't speed with your right foot. It's illegal to speed with your right foot. So. People said, "Well, we'll just speed under right our left," you know. But you're still speeding. Correct. Yeah.
4: yeah All right. So
1: now it's got to go back up, and for them to do, <sighs> you know, obviously this is not a priority for what's going on in Illinois. I mean, the case was nine years for one yeah. and six years for the other. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So there was a four-day reprieve in Illinois of these taxes. Yeah. Uh, four, and now four it's days. going. Now it's going back up again. Um, I I think that um. Uh, this is, uh, now, now they should be going after those 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 Cook County individuals, those people on the, the county council there. They should be filing charges against them, excuse me, filing lawsuits against them individually because now it's it's a, they're when they refile it, um, it's in, like you said, it's in defiance of the state Supreme Court. And the state Supreme Court does not like for you to be in defiance of them. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> That's not a good thing.
3: Because of, of my simple-mindedness of the legal system of if uh, legislation A was struck down by the state Supreme Court because of their particular verbiage, that means it's completely null and void. So now if you want to reintroduction, reintroduce legislation B that ultimately is... Uh, legislation a but with different verbiage it's still got to go through the entire process to be reinstated you know whatever voting and election or you know whatever is involved not just take a break out the white out you know co- take this part out and just hand write you know scribble in and now oh no this is this is legislation b you know and it, it's it's reinstated no it got knocked down yeah. you want to try it again Start the process over. And
1: agreed. Uh, it just does not appear as though the Cook County Council is that uh, that smart.
3: Oh, sounds like rules for thee and not for me. Well, that's
1: exactly what that is. Exactly what that is. Um, also, at a let's see, give you just another little little victory. Let's see if this one changes. Yeah. Uh, out of Boston. Um, Boston. The, the Second Amendment Foundation there uh, has a settlement with the federal lawsuit. Uh, f- against this, uh, from the Second Amendment Foundation, and this was over delays in accepting and processing license to carry a firearm. Now, the the city has agreed to pay ten thousand dollars to cover attorneys' fees and costs because, and this 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 is what ha- happened. The city had already had a very slow processing applications for carrying licenses. We we know that. Remember, and we right. just they just got this to where they would start accepting applications for licenses. Now, remember, Boston is a may issue. Jurisdiction, right? So there's no, it's not mandatory that they issue, right? So they figure, well, if it's we may issue, what difference does it make how long it takes us to say no? So these things were already taking a very extremely long time to be processed uh, over the past couple of years. Well, when the COVID hit, so what's that? Do you know, uh, uh, a year and ten months ago now, a year and eight months ago now. All right. Um, i go with that. The uh, the city said, oh no, can't process anymore. So they haven't processed anything in almost two years. Wow. So now with things returning to normal, the city has agreed with the help of the, the federal judiciary uh, that all individuals who are on the list of applicants as of July 26th, that's last year, uh, will be contacted so they may submit permit applications. The city also agreed to resume its pre-pandemic practice of accepting applications by October 31st. So as of this past week, they had to start accepting them again because they totally shut one down. One minute. They totally shut down for well over a year. Right. So that's, a, that's one, again, uh, chalk it up for the good guys for uh, Alan Gottlieb and the Second Amendment Foundation. So you could start applying again. This has nothing to do with whether you're going to be approved. When it, when it will be, something exciting about being approved is when the, the case from uh, uh, the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association That was just heard by the Supreme Court. is decided. And that's what we're going to talk to you about next segment, the New York State Rifle and Pistol uh, Pistol Association case. So stick around. Listen to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from Location Bravo. We'll see you after
3: the break. While Mike gets a drink to clear his throat. Yep, yep, thank you.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you from Vocation Bravo. Uh, thank you, Earl. I needed that uh, drink at the end there. I was, st- had a little, that little bit <laughs> of <laughs> little bit of cough that was catching up to me. and <laughs> Couldn't get through it, and now that I faked the cough, it's back again. Uh, oh, let's see, let's see. Um, so the New York State Rifle and Pistol Case Association that went to the Supreme Court. Uh, this is the uh, the the case of having basically it's it's the it's the the bearing of arms outside the home is what this case is. Okay. Um. Uh, if you recall us uh, telling you this has it could have huge implications huge. On, on, on on where the Supreme Court goes. Uh, this case is about a couple of individuals that are not allowed to carry firearms outside of their home because the New York State uh, Rifle and pistol Association now this is against the city of new york let's let's be clear on that um, New york city uh, um, and and uh, and a couple of the other jurisdictions in there so it's about New York law. But it's specifically against a couple of jurisdictions that have decided may issue a firearm means uh, will not be issuing, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. And those jurisdictions uh, happen to include uh, New York City and a couple of other uh, weird locations upstate in New York, as well as out on Long Island. There, um, so here, here's what happened: um, the uh, the case went and uh, uh, within the first couple of questions being asked by the the, the Supremes um, it was very clear that wow okay this is this is getting this is going our way this is this is a vic- this is going to be a victory for the Second Amendment um, the, the questions were uh, you know along the lines of uh, and, and this is here's one from Chief Justice who's been a defense sitter right Chief Justice Roberts he said, the idea that you need a license to exercise the right to bear arms, I think is unusual in the context of the bill of rights. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of been our point. Right. Yeah, I tend to think so. Um, in fact, at one point he even went on to say, um, you, you know, cause he had asked, are there any other rights that we have to get permits for? Uh, and I, b- I believe somebody brought up the first amendment, you know, for, uh, for the right to assemble. And he said, yes, but that's just a permit to assemble, you know, to get traffic control and police there. it's not it's never been a condition on what you're going to be speaking about or what you're going to be assembling for. It's only been for safety reasons to you know clear traffic and make sure nobody gets hurt that way.
3: yeah pay for, pay for the pay for the uh, exact manpower overtime exactly, exactly right.
1: so that that was brought up. Um, a, a lot of the justices, even the liberal justices brought up well how do we look back at the law because the laws have been always different we always look back at case law and we look back through history to see what's been the pattern and it was explained that well because the second amendment's never been treated as a you, you know it's, or, or it's always been treated as the redheaded stepchild right different jurisdictions have treated it differently which is why we're here with you today because looking back at the past on the second amendment clearly shows that it's been never been given the full dignity of a constitutional right. Um, so by looking in the past, it hurts your interpretation of the Second Amendment because all we have in the past are repeated examples of infringements. Um, and 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 the justices were like, so one of them said, I forget who it was. So you're saying in order to move forward, we can't look back or we shouldn't look back. And the answer was. Not if you want it to be done correctly without infringements. Um, and it was like, w- wow, what if they use that on other cases, Earl? Does that free them from saying, "Listen, we'd love to decide this way, but we can't because of the case law"? But if we did, if they decide, so if they decide in this one to ignore the past, does that mean in future cases they get to ignore future past case law and do the right thing? Rather than obey the wrong thing that was done before, or follow the wrong thing that was done before, hmm. right? I mean, it kind of it kind of opened it up for to some deep thoughts. But uh, as far as it goes with the with the second with the second amendment, this is this could be done. Okay, um, New York State is. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, New York State is uh, one of those jurisdictions. There's uh, what is it? Seven jurisdictions, seven states that still have may issue. Folks, what's may issue versus shall issue? Shall issue says. Unless I am proven to be disqualified, uh, then I shall be issued a firearm permit within the time that the law says when I request it. Uh, May issue is just clearly up to interpretation of the individual.
3: If they feel like it.
1: If they feel like it. And the justices, you could you could hear all of them say, um, well, that's not correct. That's, that's not the intent. That's not the scope. That's everything. So that's going away. Uh, so by summer of next year when the supreme court comes down with this decision there'll no longer be any may issue jurisdictions Uh, nice and this will apply outside the states also to samoa virgin islands puerto rico every place like that um so you're going to get we're going to get i mean right now i want you to bet a sure thing okay um a better short thing, uh, uh, Biden's going to poop his pants again this week, and uh, next year this, this case is going to come down as a, uh, as a no-brainer. Now, how far they go is the issue. The other thing they talked about was, and, and again, this was from the, the liberal side of the bench. They asked questions like, well, if they, if they deny them the right to carry concealed, don't most states have open carry? most do. That's right. That's right. So Earl, if 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 you're denied the right or if you choose not to conceal carry via permit, then you must be allowed to open carry without permit.
3: There you go.
1: That's from the liberal side of the court, okay? <laughs> so you see what could come out what of they're there? Saying? Yeah, do you, you see what could come out of this? I mean, uh, um uh, you know uh, uh, Gorsuch or or, or, uh, or the what's the frat boy? Uh, oh man, I forgot his name. Uh, um, not Amy Comey Barrett, but the the other the the Kavanaugh. 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 Man, just drew a blank. Sorry. Um, uh, so have them hearing the the other side of the court say that. Imagine them including in their arguments based on what was said by so and so. Uh huh. Open carry now legal in all of the country, but if you'd like to conceal, there is a permit process. Works for me. That's where this could go and begin because we're talking about jurisdictions. You know, they weren't allowed to leave the city, weren't allowed to leave another part of the state, weren't allowed to move it around. This this might be one of those, and this is this is far-reaching, I know this, folks, but if, if you could carry legally right next door in Vermont or Pennsylvania uh, a, a Glock 21 with a 15-round magazine, right, uh, um
3: standard capacity standard
1: capacity magazine which is above the new york state requirement of or minimum of 10 or maximum of 10 um well if i can carry a firearm why can't i carry a firearm what difference is what, what difference does a line on the ground mean if if what difference does the line on the ground mean for shall issue and may issue uh huh if there if there's no difference for that line what's the difference for the amount of rounds in the magazine
3: yes
1: okay that's that's where this could go
3: and what does it matter if on this side of the, uh, the sidewalk or the other side of the sidewalk, where education might occur? Ex-
1: Ooh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah that's, that's that's what's got the ability to go here. I'm uh, I'm excited about this. I hope the, uh, you know, the the restoration revolution doesn't start until after this, because I want to <laughs> see this ruling come down. <laughs> uh, that's a joke, folks. That's a joke, folks. Uh, I can wait.
3: Um, <laughs> like like Kevin always said, he hopes the zombie apocalypse happens before he needs his walker. Yes, even the one with the Uzis strapped to it. <laughs> well, that that's a cool one though. Yeah, it is, it is
1: pretty cool. cool. Is pretty he's just cool. got to remember to pull both triggers at the same time. He was work- <laughs> no, Otherwise, he's falling over. Well, he's going to spin. He's going to spin. <laughs> he's going <gonna spin. laughs> to <gonna> ugly spin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was trying to work out some sort of locking bar system. So he could just like, you know like when you push a lawnmower and you get the the, yeah. the motor assist? Uh-huh, he uh-huh. wants like that so he can squeeze the front bar and the guns will go off on the side rather than have to pull one and and spin. <laughs> you know, so, so that's just, you know. And he's got to be able to lock the rear, bra- the rear, bra- rear wheels. Because if you start to, you, then you're going to shoot you backwards. So, you oh yes, to, oh yes. And I have to figure out take the tennis balls off of there and figure <laughs> out some other way but, less likely to slide. Oh, yeah. uh, folks, that's the uh, that's the first hour of the program here with you. Uh, we, we, we thank you for joining us. We've got more coming up. On oh, let's see, let's see if we can give a little preview here. What do we got coming up here? Second hour. Uh, we're going to talk to you about uh, oh, some One California. Minute. You got some California nonsense that's going on out there. Uh, we gave you some, we gave you the Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, we uh, let's. Oh, here's a great story out of the Economist. Earl, did you know that if you have a supernatural, if you believe in the supernatural, that you're more you're more than likely to be pro-gun? Huh? Yeah, it's this is some Weekly World News kind of nonsense. So huh. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that as well. So, hey, um, until next hour, um, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready.
3: And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel.
5: The kel Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, Curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance.
11: Caltech. See more at
5: CaltechWeapons.com.
11: If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at SnagMag.com. That's SnagMag.com, because there's no such thing as extra ammo.
0: Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio
1: Tell them the guys
2: from Arms Room Radio sent you.
4: Merck
0: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magfwag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike.
1: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Location Bravo. Here we are coming to Location Bravo. Earl and I present with you a... Uh, we like, to, we like to say we we, we, uh, we bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. could will be a us through the remainder of the program. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr.
9: Corporate approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays.
3: Man, those six-minute breaks just get... Shorter and shorter.
1: Shorter and shorter. It's like uh, it's like the Uber guy has barely got time to deliver our food. <laughs> Wait, so. you got food? You didn't get food?
3: No. What the heck?
1: Oh, never mind. Then. <laughs> never mind.
3: I'm uh, getting gypped here.
1: Did you, I know you don't have the food, but did you get the uh, uh, the, the, the vaccine? Have you seen the vaccination? The latest on the vaccinations.
3: There's so much crap out there about that. I'm going to have to ask what.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I hear you. Um, the... Uh, this this week the, uh, the the feds finally came down remember we've got all the video of them you know just a couple months back saying it's not even the government's place to issue a mandate or a vaccine mandate we shouldn't be doing that oh and, yeah and now of course they're, they're putting out the the vaccine mandate and the uh, they finally come down and said uh, listen if you're if you're an employer any employer but remember first it was if you were an employer that dealt with the government right then you had to get the vaccinations right then it was any business larger than 100 right. that deals with the government, gets any kind of federal funding, whatever, tax breaks, anything, has to get the vaccinations. Now they've just said all businesses with over 100 have to get vaccinations, which means next week it's going to be all businesses right. have got to get vaccinations. Oh, yeah. So the state of Florida with uh, you know Captain Florida, Governor DeSantis, he said, uh, no, nah, nah, not so much. In fact, we're going the opposite way in Florida. Anybody, any employer that requires vaccinations for means of employment um, is going to be sued by the indiv- sued by the state of Florida uh, for $5,000 per violation. Nice. Um, and I think it's Leon County, which is the county around um, Tallahassee, has yes. already got fines over $2 million levied against them by the state. Hmm. Now, listen, here's what Leon County can do. They can go, yeah, well, we're just not going to pay it, right? And then you know how the states take take care of that. It, it's like the same way if you say I'm not paying the IRS. Okay? <laughs> G- guess what? Next time you do to get a check, uh-huh. you just don't get a check. Yeah. Okay. So next time you just get
3: the un- empty
1: envelope. Exactly right. Yeah. So next time Leon County is supposed to get their end of year uh, state, uh, you know, Department of Transportation funding for roadways. Uh uh-huh. It's going to be two and a half million dollars short. Yeah. They're going to go. Oh no. Oh yeah. Well, remember this. It's a, yeah, it's a bill. You know, we just, uh, we paid it. So uh-huh. you're good now.
3: And, and my, my input on this is all, all you listeners out there, remember the excitement and the controversy of uh, American Airlines, you know, the pilots weren't showing up right for, for, do, you know, for work and, and or, you know, walked off the job or yep. anything like that. And it, think about it. It was just kind of interesting to watch mm-hmm. and didn't really affect you. you know, I don't travel much. Yeah, wait till the truckers get involved.
1: Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah.
3: I've heard reports that they're estimating probably, possibly, thirty-seven percent might walk off the job, and the trucking industry in itself couldn't handle a five percent drop. And and bear no, in mind, folks, no. I'm not I'm not overstating the no. importance of the that industry. Remember. Your, your grocery stores, yeah. your grocery store warehouses have days, days yeah. of inventory on hand. Let me see if
1: I can recall these numbers right, because I worked in the, the industry with uh, um, seaports and um, container bound, container trucks. Yes. Not, not Not like you do, Earl. Um, but... Um, uh, you have the sea, the seaports, the ships, the, the cargo comes in on. We have the trains that move the cargo. Uh, there's air air cargo that moves, um, and then there's um, the truck cargo. the The truck cargo, the eighteen wheeler cargo, is over ninety percent of the cargo industry. Oh yeah. So all of that other stuff that that's that oh we'll just get it from trains we'll get it from no, yeah. no that's, not, that's not the way it's going to work. Uh-huh. Um, I'll tell you what I did see because you brought that you just brought this up. Um. The fight's going on, and we've seen the airlines do this. We've seen America. We've seen uh, uh, Alaska. We've seen SkyWest. We've seen Southwest do this. Uh, we've seen United do it, and all do the, uh, oh, we're having a staffing shortage. Because that's all the media will tell you, by the way, is it's a staffing shortage. Right. They don't tell you that it's a it's a vaccination sick out is what, is what it is. Right. Um, they just say it's a, it's, a, it's a staffing shortage. Well, I saw today that the way that the... Because we know the trucking might be coming. We know the trucking protest might be coming. And that would cripple, cripple the nation. Oh, yeah. The, so the current administration, the Biden administration, has floated. We'll just make the truckers uh, exempt. <laughs> and the reason they're saying that is, well, it's just, you know, he's a truck driver in his truck. He's, he's exempt. he's not He's not with anybody else. You know, never mind, you know, where you back in, you, you do your truck, you sign your manifest, you talk to people at the wait station. It's, it's it's to say that you have no contact is a lie. To say you have a little bit of contact yes, is accurate. Yes, yes. Mi- is accurate. minimal contact. Yes. I mean,
3: uh, let's see, in in my day, realistically, three people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's minimal contact. Absolutely. absolutely. And could, could I wear a mask and put gloves on every time I came out of the cab of my truck? Sure could. Sure could, but this is clearly, folks, a political strategy, not a medical strategy. You know uh, that they're planning on. You know that, if it, they it, exempt truck drivers.
3: It, oh, it, it's it's well beyond that. That that w- should hopefully make it so black and white mm-hmm. that nobody could not read the writing on the wall. It's already yeah. that situation. Yes. The uh, what was it? Uh, I think the entire employee staff of Pfizer. Is exempt. Uh, I think the yeah. White House staff is oh, yeah. exempt. I think yeah. Congress and Senate are exempt. Right. And also, too, finally, he did come. Uh, OSHA has finally uh, produced what he has mandated them to produce, what, close to a month ago for an emergency crisis. But yeah, they, they set their deadline January 4th. Well, uh, conveniently after the holidays. Right. Yeah, yeah. So retail world in the retail industry is exactly right Not upset hmm. it's 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 that so- sounds uh sounds real emergency there doesn't it it's uh
1: it's it's just clearly so biased and it, it's uh, and this is what it is so f- so folks here's here's the only way and we've, we've said this and more and more people are coming around i think at this point it's um uh, it's fight the power it, it's literally it is. it's literally what it comes down to it's it's it's, it's we, we must stand together and say no
3: but by all means, folks, if you and your doctor feel that the vac- uh, getting a vaccination oh, is the right thing for you, by all means, do it. And here's, here's- we are just pointing right. out the hypocrisy that th- they're saying this is a medical emergency and it's all about health and safety. No, this is tyrannical overreach. Let
1: me let me let me be very very clear. Um, if you want to get the vaccine, you get the vaccine. But when your employer comes and says, "Show me your vaccination card," you go get bent. Exactly. Get bent. It's my per. That's my. It's my personal business and none of yours. If you want a vaccine, you get it, folks. That's it. But when they ask you for the proof of it, you go pound sand.
3: Papers, please.
1: You're listening to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break.
5: The Caltech PMR30.
8: 454-7012.
10: That's 425-454-7012. You're
0: listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios... Coast to coast and around the world, it's Arm's Room Radio.
1: Arm's Room Radio. That's us. That's us, Earl. Huh, That's what? us.
3: What? Huh? Oh, hey. Yeah. We're on. We're on. Hey, we, uh, Clean up.
1: We, last time we got to where we were talking about uh, vaccinations, and Earl, you made an excellent point, and I think it came right as the music was coming up, so I want to I reemphasize what you said there. Um, folks, we're talking about vaccinations and, and fighting the power and all that. Um, we're not saying as Earl pointed out, not to get the vaccination. If that's what's right for you and you and your family and you and your doctor and you decide the vaccination is good for you, then you get your vaccination. But when they come and they say, "Um, listen, everybody here has got to get the vaccination or you got to go home, and they come and they say, show me your papers, you tell them to get bent. That's what you tell them. No, none of your business. None of their business. You know, uh, you know. You know Did they, do they come and ask you if you've had any other medical procedures done? You know, that uh, is, is based on their whims. Um, no, you just tell them to. Uh, you tell them to get bent. That's it.
3: You, you or you can take this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is uh, dark humor or, or what, or just. Uh, I I always take things to the extreme. You know, you know, oh boy! Somebody, yeah, somebody wants to talk about uh, that. Uh, you know how come I don't want to get vaccinated? You know if I if I didn't want to, I was like, well, you know, you know, uh, excuse me, you know, female supervisor, you're oh, very boy. very uh, conscientious of the in the workplace of things entering your body mm. so to to make sure you keep your job. Uh, I'm making sure I keep things out of my body to keep my job. That's very true. If I so choose to, if you choose to, and yeah. and. and I'm 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 conscientiously trying not to be graphic because yeah. uh, we you know we 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 might be a family show I don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe a, some, you know maybe a demented family. Yeah, there's, some <laughs> there. yeah, there's some weird families <laughs> out know, there. I know I'm in one. Yeah, there you go, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. a product of one. There you go.
1: There you go. That's it. And 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 helping you know, perpetuate the stereotype. <laughs> <It's> <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, I embrace it.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's it.
3: That's what you think of me? Okay, I'm going to enjoy it.
1: Um. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's where we were going with that folks. We just want you to be clear that, uh, uh, so if they come to you and say it's mandatory vaccination, you get it if you want to get it. But when they ask for proof, you tell them get bent because that's, that's how you protect your rights. That's how you do it. Uh, and if they come onto your friend and say, Hey, you got your vaccination? You tell them it's none of your business. Yeah.
3: Are, are you my doctor? Yeah. Or yeah, I, th- I think I can put this, uh, in, in FCC compliant, uh, Terms that Mike and I talked about off <laughs> the air, and again, I take things Whoa. to the extreme, Whoa. to the uncomfortable extreme. He goes
1: hard to paint, folks. <laughs> yeah. He goes hard to paint. Uh, yeah, it's like,
3: yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we need to see your vaccination papers. Sc- excuse me, you need to see my circumcision papers. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Whoa. Oh, okay.
1: Oh. I'm feeling offended now. I'm feeling harassed. <laughs> you like it? I'm feeling harassed. I do. You know he. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to stop there. I'm just going to stop there. Yeah, yeah Mike's the type yeah. of,
3: e- even w- even when I worked for Mike uh, directly at the arms room, Mike's the type of guy that, you know, you know, harassment of any type here will 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 be tolerated. It will be graded, be graded but, yes. it, but it will be tolerated. It's going to be
1: graded. It's going to be graded. <laughs> graded and critiqued, sorry, but, and it, if but you, it's tolerated. And if you have a problem, you can see the HR director. <laughs> He's in his desk with no pants on. <laughs> um Oh, just waiting, just waiting. <laughs> Do you have a complaint? <laughs> no. <laughs> and it wasn't one of them desks where, like, the front was blocked. As no. soon as you walked in, you uh. like, it was more of a folding table. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing pants? Just, no. Just glad
3: Ooh. it didn't have a glass top. Oh, boy,
1: oh, boy, yeah. Ooh, that's, uh, you got to clean it. <laughs> no, um, no, uh uh-uh. A Northern California town has declared itself a constitutional republic. In response to COVID nineteen health restrictions imposed by the governor, uh, in latest sign of strife between the state's government and its rural and conservative regions. Now, this is a a common thing that we know goes on in California. You've got you've got basically three Californias, right? You've got uh, you know south th- down down near L A. You got your you got your Bay Area, and then you've got the rest of the you know the uh, the Constitution loving, God fearing people of California.
3: Yeah, it's it's a lot like New York. You've got the city, yeah, yeah. and everything else. Exactly right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, they've decided. You know what? We're declaring ourselves a constitutional republic. Now, for those of you that remember your history, California is a republic. Yes, uh, it, it is one of the uh, one of the two republics in uh, the, the the nation. What's the other one? Texas. 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 The, what does that mean? Uh, it basically means that they were independent countries before they became states in the United States.
3: Wait a minute. There's a third republic
1: i think there's a third and i can't recall who it is the
3: conch republic oh that's right that's right
1: oh that's that's true they, but they, they, they no, they, de- they were they were a city then they were a republic then they went back to being a city
3: no they were a republic declared uh yes but they de- were a, de- de- a, a city first ah, yeah, it was like okay. 81 Maybe. 82 but they, 19, they 1981 the, 1982. they uh they declared themselves independent from the from the the u.s and then like the next day uh i don't remember the exact you know uh legal jargon but then they uh filed claim that they needed uh they what what uh, happened was they they needed they needed support
1: the concrete public is key west folks and um they'd always kind of been neglected by the rest of miami and dade county because it's part of that county um or they i'm sorry their water came from that pumping plant right in, in miami dade county monroe county is where the keys is is its own separate county well they they had some minor beefs and decided to make a little publicity statement out of it um and they went over the seven-mile bridge, and they put up roadblocks and everything, and they said, we are now our own country. We're the Conch Republic, and uh, we're done. And uh, the, the rest of the Monroe County and Dade County went, that's funny. Yeah, get the guys off the bridge. Then. Get the guys <laughs> off the bridge. And they went, no, we're serious, right? We're serious. And so uh, the state of Florida went, oh, oh, you're serious? And they went to the other end of the bridge that was not in the Conch Republic and grabbed the big wheel. That controlled the water flow and turned the valve off, <laughs> and turned that with that that uh, water off, and they went. They went twenty four hours, and they went. All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Please take <us> back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. Please. We're back. Uh, but that was the Conquer Republic, yes. Um, but California and Texas were independent countries before. Yes. They joined the states, um, and so they have a special status. Like even their laws with banking are different. They're they're they're. Where we have FDIC protection, they have further protections even beyond that because um, the feds can't mess with their banks as much because they were independent countries that came to the United States. Now, that's all 150 years ago. We know that, 200 years ago. Right. But it still exists. So for the, for these people, I think, to say we are declaring ourselves a constitutional republic rather than a sanctuary city mm-hmm. or a sanctuary county means there's someone there in this, uh, this northern California town that understands the history and the law. Uh, and this is the, the city council of Oroville, O-R-O-ville. Uh, pr- I apologize for m- mispronouncing it.
3: Or, or Oroville? Oroville.
1: Oroville? Oroville? Yeah, it's located knows? at the base of the Sierra Nevada foothills, about 90 miles from the capital of Sacramento. We should probably get Craig Deleuze on the air for this because that, that's close to where he is. He probably didn't know where it's uh, at. Oh, he probably didn't know where it is. Yeah, yeah, he's probably not uh, the leader said the designation was a way of affirming the city's values and pushing back against state rules it doesn't agree with. Although a legal expert said the designation was merely a gesture and did not grant the city any new authority. Right, and this is the same thing we talked about with Second Amendment sanctuaries. It's 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 mostly symbolic, Craig. Uh, or uh, Earl, if we, uh, if you and I said, listen, we're sitting in Orange County, Florida, right now, right, and 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 we declared Orange County, Florida, to be a Second Amendment sanctuary. It would be symbolic. It would tell the state and the nation that uh, we're not playing with any unconstitutional Second Amendment laws you bring down here. It doesn't mean anything now until they say, hey, by the way, we just enacted a uh, a uh, an arms or excuse me, a a, a um, assault weapon ban. Okay. And we say, no, we already told you we're out. No, no, you have to give them up. No, in fact, because our ban says we will not take part in your laws. We will not allow your state law enforcement to take part in our laws and your in your un- unconstitutional laws. We won't let our local police enforce those unconstitutional laws. Uh, this is what's going on now in Oroville or Oroville. Um, they said we are not going to take part in your in your in your vaccinations. So when they come down and say, Where's your proof of vaccinations? The mayor and the council get to go. I'm sorry, did you not see the county line? Yeah, <laughs> you're on the wrong side of it.
3: And, and let me correct you again, Mike. They're not going to participate in the vaccine mandate. Yes, mandate. Again, Thank you. yes, the mandate. You wanted, if you choose to yes. get the, the yes. vaccine, you're more than absolutely. welcome. Absolutely, absolutely. But you're not absolutely. going to be governmentally, tyrannically forced to.
1: Correct. Correct. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, um, yeah. Again, you want to get it? It's right for you. It's right for your family. It's good with your doc. You get it. One somebody minute. somebody asks you, "Hey, you got the vax?" You you, you go, "Huh? Do I have with that chicken pox? the one <laughs> I eh, got that when I was 18. "Yeah, yeah, did you get that late?"
3: "Yes." "The chicken pox? Oh, it was horrible. Oh, it was horrible." "I got it
1: when I was uh like twelve, I, which is late." "Yeah." "Uh,
3: my son got it when he was two.
1: "Oh, no, no." "And I remember my brother and sister got it when they were like." I, I, I didn't catch it. They were they were, they were, were like four or five years old. Uh, and I remember my parents having the chicken pox party. Get all the <laughs> other kids over here. Yeah. Get them all over here. Get them all over Make It was a big deal. the best of this. It was a big deal. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. We will see you after the break.
10: one minute. Or any post office to register. I heard that.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Earl.
3: The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by maxlaworlando.com.
1: Marine Lance Corporal Nicholas A. Daniels died November 5th, 2011, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Daniels, 25 of Elmwood Park, Illinois, was a combat engineer assigned to the 3rd Combat Engineer Battalion, 1st Marine Division, 1st Marine Expeditionary Force, 29 Palms, California. He was killed in action November 5th in the Helmand Province of Afghanistan while conducting a combat operations. He had enlisted in January of 2010 and had received several military awards and decorations, including the Purple Heart Combat Action Ribbon, National Defense Service Medal, Global War on Terrorism Service Medal, and Sea Service Deployment Medal. Daniels was a former Chicago high school football player that had helped coach a team at his alma mater before he joined the Marine Corps. Marine Lance Corporal Nicholas A. Daniels, you are not forgotten.
3: If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is.
1: Thank you Kevin. You have uh, sponsored uh, Fallen Heroes since day 1 of the program and you know Earl, we've got a we got to go kidnap Kevin. He's just so busy, he's not going to come down here. So one Saturday morning, we just got to <laughs> we got to go get some uh, some biscuits and gravy. Put it in his front yard. Put a uh, cardboard box over it with a stick. Yeah. How's uh, yeah. to say? Let him uh, come yeah. outside. Go to eat it. We put we drop the box and we grab him and we go.
3: i to say. Otherwise, you know, I'm not I'm not point man on that stack.
1: No, 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 definitely not, no. definitely not. No, we're definitely. He's from Alabama, so I think we could do the biscuit and gravy gimmick. I think we can do that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, if ever just scoop them right up uh-huh. and take him to go. Maybe leave some shoes out there or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, Look at that, that's free shoes. I, I could use that for Wednesdays. You know, something like that. So <laughs> he did. He played, he played football for Bear Bryant. Yes, he did. I, I think he also played, though, for um, South Central Louisiana State University. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he played out there with the Wada Boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, hey, uh, normally a Major Bill would be joining us today, and I would be introducing him and I'd be saying, hey, everybody, uh, please welcome Major Bill. Grounds control to Major Bill. Ground control to Major I'll tell you what, our producers Bill. are sitting there going, what in the heck, they said Major Bill wasn't here today. Uh, no uh, no, no, no uh, uh, idea what I to expect I from do, us. Uh, no uh, idea uh, what to expect from us. Caught uh, me sitting on my hands. <laughs> no, I, not with us. No, they're, they're all sitting there, you know, like ten fingers pointing, <laughs> ready, ready to nail a button when we do something that we didn't say we were going to do. Uh, so... That's that's going on. So the the major's not with us. Um, he is actually, uh, he's been called into government service this weekend.
3: Oh, he's out <laughs> so violating rights again, he, he, huh? He, no,
1: no. This is uh more on a glo- um, a national scale than a local scale. Oh, yeah.
3: wow. He's having
1: yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, he's there doing then. he's doing that. Yeah, he's a uh, he got drill weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he got, he got, he got your, voluntold. He got drill weekend. Yeah, I'm like it's gonna be wet and cold. You know, I think I got a cough. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> so.
3: I'm not feeling good. Yeah, I, 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 a, I got the anal glaucoma. That's it. Yeah, that's I just it. don't see my ass coming <laughs> yeah, that's in. It.
1: I do the. Uh, yeah, I pulled a hamstring and I rub my shoulder. <laughs> I, and pulled, and I, I think I pulled, I pulled a I pulled, hammy. I pulled a hammy, and they're like, "What do you what?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> "Um, so um, uh, we just got an update story during the last break. Somebody sent us some uh, an update on something we were talking yeah, about yes, and I happened d- today while we were here.
3: Well, uh, unfortunately, the cutoff. I can't see the date, but I'm assuming it's very very. Uh, early, uh, I, I have to remember my wife listens to the show, oh, so she yeah. sent me uh, some screenshots. Uh, federal court blocks Biden administ- or Brandon administration's private business COVID nineteen vaccine mandate. Nice,
1: that's what we we're just talking about. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes.
3: Yeah. She she she's downy on the spot. A federal appeals court on Saturday blocked the Brandon administration's private employer COVID-19 vaccine mandate, asserting there may be constitutional issues with the requirement. Duh. Yeah, right? Because the petitions give cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate, the mandate is hereby stayed, pending further action by this court, a panel of U.S. courts. U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit said in the brief order, the halt of the mandate which was unveiled this week is temporary as the case moves forward. The case was brought by multiple businesses, including the American Family Association, multiple individuals, and several states, including Texas, Utah, and Mississippi. Let's see, I'm just skimming. Oh, uh, petitioners said the mandate promulgated as an emergency temporary standard by the Department of Labor by OSHA should be struck down because it exceeds OSHA's authority under the Occupational Safety and Health Act. They said that the authority is limited to workplace-related hazards, while the risk from COVID-19 is a society-wide danger. Eh. They also said the mandate doesn't make sense because determining whether COVID-19 is a workplace hazard depends on employees' age and health, not how many co-workers they have. All right, there you go. In an attempt to impose a nationwide vaccine mandate without approval from Congress, you know, end around much? Right, right. The executive branch has couched its COVID-19 vaccine mandate as an emergency workplace rule affecting nearly 100 million Americans. But the ETS, Emergency Temporary Standard, is neither a workplace rule nor responsive to an emergency, lawyers for petitioners wrote in an emergency motion asking for the court to impose a stay. Vaccination status is a public health issue that affects people throughout society. It is not a hazard particular to the workplace and there is no need to use an emergency rule to address a vaccination status. Uh, wait a minute, skipped here. Uh, Oh, there is no reason for emergency rule to address a pandemic that has been going on for nearly two years. Congress did not grant OSHA such sweeping powers in its authorizing statute, they added. Administration officials have in recent days said they are confident that OSHA will rule, will withstand the flurry of legal challenges that were lodged after it was made public. Yeah, of course there will. Here's a, here's what I want. To,
1: this is all good. And this it's all great news. And thank you for uh, uh, our, our listeners, Mrs. Earl, for, for getting this to us. I'm looking at it here. Pulled it up online while you're talking about it. This this did come in just after we went on the air. Okay, um, so that's why we, we we clearly missed this one. Um, so thank you to uh, to her. Um, Fifth District. For those that don't know, uh, so you can kind of get an idea of where this is coming from, is a uh, uh, Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. So that's where the Fifth Circuit is, the Fifth District Court of Appeals. Um, uh, and, and here's one of the important things that we talk to you about all the time: seventeen active members on this court, right? Okay. Um, prior to, well, I'll, I'll tell you. Let's see. I'll give you the first couple. Uh, we have a Bush appointee, George W. Bush. Uh, we have two Reagan appointees still on the on the court. Wow. Um, two Clinton, uh, three more Bush, and then we had three Obama. So you got one, two, three, four, five. We had five Democrat appointees, and we had one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, we had, and we had six Republican appointees. So we had it was a five to six court, a very close court, yeah. is what it was, right? Yeah. Uh, then President Trump came in and appointed six members.
4: <laughs>
1: okay, when we talk to you about shaping the courts yes. for years to come, yes. this decision never comes from the Fifth Circuit, if. President Trump doesn't appoint one, two, three, four, five, six appointees to it. Yep, it just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. This is how he's reshaped the nation. This is the stop cap. When we talk about, you know, the the, the three branches of government, um, this is this is the third branch now back at, uh, you know, at at least fifty uh, fifty again. You know, yeah. because it was, it was, listen, every time that uh, President Trump did something, right? Oh, we got a judge out of California or a judge out of Hawaii that says this and says that. Uh, and it was always an Obama-appointed judge, an Obama-appointed judge. Well, guess what? You just got, uh, you just got trumped, baby. <laughs> <Right>? So. so <laughs> How so, appropriate. How appropriate. So Brandon, appropriate. Brandon just got trumped.
3: <laughs> oh, and. It, One minute. I, I don't, I. I don't know about you, but I laughed at the screen while I was watching uh uh captain Florida's uh speech and referred to it as the you know the Brandon administration ah, that <laughs> it's, it's, sticks that yep, sticks
1: yep, let's go Brandon did you see the one from uh there was one meme this week that had um it was a picture of Brandon high school and it said I could just imagine <laughs> what the cheerleaders are going to be <laughs> chanting at the football game
3: <laughs> I can just hear the cheerleaders now
1: <laughs> they'll probably be saying you know. Uh, F. Joe Biden, because they want to say something different.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Location Bravo. We'll see you after the break.
5: The Caltech PMR 30.
0: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio.
1: Oh, Hey, welcome back to uh, Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Location Bravo. Story we've been looking at. We promised we were going to bring it to you, so here it is. This is from The Economist. Earl, this is not one of those weekly world news stories or one of them wacky, incredibly out there left, uh, you know, like CNN or something like that, you know? Um, (laughs) Right. No ABC. Uh, It says, belief in a supernatural evil is a strong predictor of pro-gun beliefs. Let me make sure you hear what we're saying here, okay? Um that now, first off, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give you what I, what I hear ahead of time with this. If you believe in a supernatural, what's a supernatural?
3: Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna maybe take a little bit of the wind out of your sails. And yes, I believe in a higher power.
1: Well, that's exactly what they're talking about. Supernatural is a higher power. And by the way, they, the way they attack this right is, if you believe in a supernatural evil, well, that must mean you also believe in a supernatural good. Mm-hmm. Okay i believe we all think uh, we know where we're going with this right um if you don't believe in a devil without believing in a god right there's god and there's a devil there's 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 the left and the right there's the up and the down there's the alpha and and omega. exactly right so uh there's lift and thrust there's weight and drag you know there's there's all the
3: light and dark light
1: and dark exactly right um light dark. <laughs> that's that's oh my have you ever been to mcsorley's in new york I'm just going to go Yo. off on a tangent here. Oh yeah, I know. McSorley's in New York. When you go to McSorley's in New York, it's the oldest bar in New York City. Uh, it's got sawdust everywhere, and it's not meant to be that way. It's just it's so old that dust comes out of the walls. It's just it's a, it's a wooden building, and when you walk, dust is being made. So there's sawdust everywhere, and when you walk into the bar, uh, there's a old, you know, Irish Scottish guy, whatever it is. I've I've never been able to figure out what it is uh, what he is in there. And you walk in, and you go, wh- he goes, "What do you have?" What do you have? And if you've never been there before and you go, Oh, I'll have a Budweiser, he just yells at you. And he looks at you, the guy next to him, he goes, Get him right or get him out of here. You, you know? <laughs> um, and so when he says, Well, you know, wh- what do you have? And you go, Or you say, What do you have? He goes, Light a dark? You go, What? Light a dark? That's all he's got. Light beer and dark beer that they have specially made for their beer, for their for their establishment. Yeah. So you get, and it comes in a little. 8-ounce, 10-ounce plastic cup, and you get, what do you have? Uh, dark. Uh, and he gives you like four, you give him five bucks. He gives you like five darks. You know, just slides them over at you. But that's what you get. Light to dark. Light to dark. So every that, time I hear that. Sounds hand. good to me. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think I'd be in the dark category.
1: I would be in the dark category also, yeah. Um, America's claim to exceptionalism is undeniable when it comes to gun culture. Is residents own 46% of the world's 860 million civilian held guns, according to the Small Arms Survey, a Geneva based research outfit.
3: 46%? Yeah. That's rookie numbers. Yeah, we got we to pump them numbers up. We got to get them numbers up, baby.
1: We got to get them numbers up.
3: I'm not going to be happy until well, until we're well over 50.
1: 46%. What are we? Pfft, amateurs. Losers. <laughs> a, there are 120 and a half firearms per 100 American residents. Um, I think that's low. More than twice the number of second place (laughs) Yemen, a country at war. Okay. To say Yemen's at war is to say Chicago's at war. Okay. Mm. There's violence there, but it's not technically a war. All right. Uh, In a Gallup poll, 40% of
4: gunslingers.
1: (laughs) You see where the story's going? Oh, yeah. See, they owned weapons for hunting. But what explains support for less mainstream pro-gun views, such as arming teachers? and carrying weapons in public. Earl, Earl, you know what? I want to arm teachers. I need to, We need to manufacture another 35 AR-15s so we can put them in the rack down there. And When they get to school in the morning, they've got to draw their weapons and move out to their classrooms. Now let's go. Hut, 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 hut.
3: Well, my first indication, <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, that's, that's not happening. We don't arm no. teachers.
1: We don't arm teachers. However, in many enlightened jurisdictions that understand what the Second Amendment means, we have allowed teachers to receive extra trading or in some places at a minimum, carry their concealed firearm about them while in the school or in the classroom. Because, Earl, we all know that they don't need to have it there because there is a sign out front. Oh, yeah, of course, it says of no course. guns. Mm-hmm. This person could gun, gun, carry a gun firearm. Gun free zone. This person could carry a firearm their entire lives. They can carry it, you know, when they go to the grocery store and carry it with their family and carry that concealed firearm, and you have no idea. That they carry that firearm because they're responsibly exercising their Second Amendment rights. But we're not going to let them carry it across an imaginary line into that school because there's a sign out front that's going to protect them.
3: Exactly.
1: Do you want your child protected by a teacher? Who Listen, I'm, I'm not saying teachers need to be SWAT officers. Uh-huh. But when the bad guys roaming through the hallway, we close the door, we pull the blinds, we lock the door, and when that door starts rattling, you want your teacher throwing an eraser at them? Or forty-five caliber rounds.
3: Exactly. That—that's my thinking. You know, if—if if God forbid something does. Ha- oh, wait a minute. I'm in this. I'm in this category. I said, God. You know, if God forbid. Oh, there you go. you uh, look at I, that. I believe in a higher power. Supernatural, so. uh, higher power uh, believer. Yep, oh, yep,
1: yep, man,
4: yep.
3: man. But you know, God forbid something happens in in your child's school, and like Mike said, you know, the school goes on a lockdown. The teachers are going to be locked in the room with the children. Arguably the only adult in the room. Wouldn't you want them armed if they, if they chose to be? I yeah. certainly would.
1: Every time these people, these bad guys, these crazies that, that, that go after schools, malls, whatever it is, every time they're confronted, every time they're confronted, they either point their weapons at the police so the police can kill them in a suicide by cop matter, or they eat their own gun. They are not ready for confrontation. They're, 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 this was this was their end game. This was their end plan.
3: Oh, the the to to bring it down even to where it's not an armed response to bad guys in the area. Uh, I, we talked about it a week or two ago. The the former marine that was in the convenience store yes. when guys came in to ar- to yep. try to rob the place. He he had no he he had no uh, weapon other than his his brain and yep. his two hands. Right. But he resisted. Yep. The split second, they met resistance. Yeah, They could not get out the door fast enough.
1: Like cockroaches, when the lights come on. Yep.
3: Exactly. They want easy targets.
1: So there's three uh, nut jobs that helped to contribute to this report. They are sociologists, and they delved into the important but overlooked motivating factor that highlights the role of religion. A survey of over 1,500 Americans found that Apart from religious denomination or religious conservatism, belief in the devil, demons, and hell is a strong predictor of eight pro-gun beliefs, including arming teachers, carrying concealed firearms, bearing high-capacity defensive weapons. Um, I want you to go to The Economist, folks. uh, And don't pay for it, because they're going to want you to pay for it. Um, This is an article that was released today. And I want you to let them know how you feel when you're told that because you believe in God, well, that you must also believe in the hatred of the devil. Um, that, But because you believe in God, you also believe in the devil. And if you believe in the devil, you believe that guns are the answer. So because you believe in an evil, supernatural power, you are the problem with gun violence. And that's what this article is saying. Yeah. And this is listen, I thought I'd heard some asinine things out of this administration. Um, like, you know, I, I wipe my butt, or whatever he <laughs> says. Or, you know, um, just call the AFT. you know, or yeah. all, all the things that comes out of that man's mouth. Um, but this is... This this just goes beyond it. I mean, now you're attacking, uh, you know, uh, the religious beliefs of everyone. I, I guess... They didn't specify Americans. Is this around the world? I mean, we started with 46% of firearms from around the world here, but there's still another, You know, if there's 860 million, right? So what's that? There's still another 420 million uh, here in the country and another 440 million around the world. So we must be, I don't know. It's it's God's fault. Well, it's not God's fault. It's the devil's fault. But if you believe in the devil, you also believe in God, so it's God's fault. So it's God's fault, gun violence. Gun violence equals God's fault. There you go. There's your, your economist article. You should contact these people folks and let them know what you think. This is absolutely um, ridiculous. It's just I I can't even give you a, a, a thought beyond um, we we need we need to out uh, uh, slap these people.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I they, they 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 don't know the the lunacy that they're talking about, but uh, I guess One I'm minute. A, I'm a victim of it or a cause of it or, or however they want to deem me but i believe there's evil in this world and i i also believe god even gave his archangels weapons to to combat evil that's right
1: folks thank you for joining us today please make sure you reach out to the economists there and tell them what idiots they are until next week please exercise your second amendment rights responsibly
3: and if you're not ready get ready if you are
1: ready stay ready
3: and remember keep your head on a swivel
10: That's
1: it. Have a good week. Thank you. Bye, premiums. Talk to you soon.
4: See ya.